Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. Welcome to the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy Hendricks and Thomas Hydes. We're thrilled to be here with you today. Thomas is not available, but I'm here with a very special guest, and I'm excited to share some really wonderful things that she's doing. So I hope you're listening and following along with us when we're in this really weird weather pattern in the U.S., and... uh, the pandemic all over the world so hope everybody out there staying safe today anyway so our guest today is michelle gamble reesley who is a a publisher and many other things that you're going to discover about her later in the show today but first i just wanted to tell you that you can listen in to imaginemoresuccess.net for all of our previous shows with uh, the radio show here and we also would like to share that we have special guests every week for you and every guest has a free gift so be sure to see if there's anyone that you'd love to listen to and find out what they're about and what their gift for you is so without further ado i would like to share that michelle is an award-winning author herself with over 20 years in the publishing public relations coaching and marketing business She has enjoyed a prosperous career working for a variety of industries as an editor, writer, publisher, and marketing expert. She's also a fine artist and also recently illustrated her first children's book, Ant Trails and Butterfly Dreams. So I'm really excited to share that one with you. But in the meantime, I would also like to tell you that Michelle is my publisher who's working on a couple of books with me this year. So Michelle, how are you? I'm great. Can you believe this crazy weather we're having? I know. I was just telling our producer, Rob, that my Labrador retriever didn't want to go out in the rain today because she didn't want to get wet, I guess. 
who does? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think the howling wind is what really bothered her. But at any rate, everybody stay safe out there. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hi, everybody. I am uh, I am a publisher, author, as she just said, and we have so many amazing projects starting this year off, and um, it's just been really great. Um, the pandemic, you know, has settled down as far as people, uh, you know, getting used to our new normal. And so uh, actually a lot of people right now are publishing books. They've got more time staying indoors and it's just turned into something that they want to get their projects done. So that's exciting. And my business is thriving because of that. And um we're going to talk about a variety of things, but what I'm super excited about is the project that Cindy and I are working on together. In fact, I just posted a new blog, and um, I wanted to give Cindy an opportunity to talk about it because she actually, her cooking and um, whatnot inspired me in the first place to really start thinking about doing this book. So what 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 are your thoughts on our project? you want to describe it to our um our audience right now? I would love to. Um, the name of the book, uh, the working title is 352 Day Nutritional Challenge. And what I did was try to take recipes I loved years ago and create a healthier version because my mother was a farm cook and everybody loved everything she made because it was full of fat and carbs and <laughs> all kinds of things that aren't quite as healthy as they should be. And uh, when Michelle and I were working on different books, um, one of my books, I put some recipes in it in the back for bulk cooking that I did for my husband. So he always had fresh nutritional food in the fridge ready to roll. <clears throat> Since I work uh, every day, I didn't want him to have, God forbid, fast food. <laughs> So even though we love it, it's really not that good for us on a daily basis. So what Michelle and I do is a little bit different because I'm a scratch cook from growing up with a mother who was a scratch cook. And that was the hardest part for me because I usually don't write down what I put in. And so I had to change up my style so that I could share everything that I make. And uh, I thought Michelle was going to go crazy with the last recipe I made for her. <laughs> and she wasn't that excited to have it for some reason. And then once I pulled the spare ribs out of the oven, her eyes popped and go, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I think that's been my, my reaction on a nightly basis. So <laughs> it's, Yes. I've never eaten so much just utterly five-star fantastic food. I mean, and that's. That's what, so I want to first start by saying what the challenge is, because you might assume it is just a standard cookbook or um, it's just another weight loss gimmick. It's actually not really um, either. The challenge is to really inspire Americans. Um, I mean, we are dealing with an obesity epidemic and systemically ask the question, um, you know, why, why are Americans getting so fat? Well, the obvious answer is fast food. 
Um, and one of the things I started noticing that was really, truly starting to trouble me is that on every street corner and every strip mall is some kind of selling of foods that just aren't good for us. I mean, really look around when you drive down the average city street and notice how many uh, fast food restaurants, ice cream parlors, cookie places. Um, I mean, it's just overwhelming how much sugar and fat and salt are being shoveled at us everywhere we go. When speaking of that, Michelle, it's uh, in the news all the time how much sugar Americans go through individually in a year. What was it, like 350 pounds, something really horrible? I know. I was. I, I couldn't believe that. That is amazing. So the thing is that culturally we have a systemic problem going on, and nobody is pushing the nutrition the way they should. I'm not saying it's not out there, but the challenge basically asks people to eat fresh food daily. And fresh food means the edge of the aisles and the grocery store. And what I kind of joke about in in my introduction is that you're not on this challenge, you're not going to be eating hardly anything out of the middle of the store. Um, because we are really promoting the idea of fresh quality food. And also the thing that's really cool about the challenge is that all of these recipes don't take hours to cook. I mean, the average recipe I've been um, working on is usually usually around 30 minutes. Um, And so just focusing on that and what you're putting in your mouth The side effect is weight loss. So in 19, uh, or 19, I just, God, I aged myself so bad right there. (laughs) (laughs) In um, around 2018 or so, I had gained, I'd gone from 125 pounds all the way up to about 175, 180. And I've been slender my entire life. So this was like a shock. I I am officially middle-aged. And I didn't think that I would put on them, you know, that tummy weight and everything that people talk about. Well, and, I'm shocked that you did gain all that weight because you're <laughs> such a rail. Uh, well, so that's, I'm glad that you're actually mentioning that on air, Cindy, because that, my being a rail today in a good way, and I eat healthy. So I, I, I look healthy too. I don't look like a scrawny, you know, bony person. Um, no, you do not, you do not look anorexic. No, no, that's, that's part of the health and the the good nutrition. I'm not saying don't eat. And that's what I think is so wonderful about this challenge is that what we're saying to people is, um, you get to eat all these wonderful foods. We're not being restrictive. We're just asking for better choices. And it will not be an instant gratification in terms of weight loss either because it took me two years to get back down from a size 12 back to a size 4. But it was all based on on the eating. Um, but I mean, how, how do you feel about that, Cindy? Well, I really think that to be to be honest about it, you were cooking for someone. And when you cook for someone, 
sometimes we don't cook as healthy as we should be cooking. And I, isn't that how you gained the weight to start with? Oh, yeah. I, I had a, a large-sized man that I was in a relationship with. And he liked to eat lots of steak and potatoes and the traditional, you know, like He-Man diet. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just kind of eating along with him and not, again, because I had been slender my whole life, I wasn't conscious of what this type of eating the results would be. So it took, you know, and I always say this, it's so dang hard easy to gain the weight and so darn hard to lose the weight isn't that the truth well i think that is a real key point that you didn't even realize you were gaining all that weight while you were enjoying time with their your man and you know there is room in a healthy diet for a meat and potatoes uh, entree it's just you can't do that every night (laughs) no i mean he had me making him steaks like four times a week Well, and that's not heart healthy either. No, it isn't. It isn't. And also, here's a little side note about this. We really end the challenge, and it's 352 days because we want you to do this daily, and it takes 21 days to form a habit. So you you really got to give this challenge up to 21 to 30 days so that it becomes habitual for you. And, And when you go grocery shopping, you're thinking from that point of view. Um, And then the other thing that is not in this diet and not included, we don't do any preservatives. I'm going to tell you a little tidbit um, I researched. Preservatives can actually make you gain weight. Wow. Um, Because they disrupt your hormones. And in in the disruption um, between the brain-stomach connection, these preservatives can actually... um, increase your appetite because you're not getting the right signal to your brain that you're full. And so you'll keep eating longer. And so that can make you gain weight. And also preservatives are just bad for heart health. Um, you know, I can the whole gamut of problems that they create, they can also cause cancer and all kinds of health problems. So this diet, I'm sorry to say, does not include things that have preservatives in them, which makes it a little more plan planning-wise. You, you've got to keep everything fresh. Well, we're going to talk more about this when we return, because I would love to share just a couple of the recipe titles with you so we can kind of wet your whistle, so to speak, and then talk more about what some of those uh, meats and other foods do to help you maintain and even gain more weight. So... Be, t- be sure to come back and listen and uh, see what we have to offer in that new book. And we will be back in a few minutes. So be sure to listen in to imaginemoresuccess.net for other shows. We'll be back and see you in a few minutes.
For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. Welcome back to the Imagine More Success radio show. We are with Michelle Gamble-Risley today, and she has so much to share with you. She's uh, the publishing business, public relations, book coaching, and marketing. But today we're talking about a book she and I are doing together called 352-Day Nutritional Challenge and All the Recipes. So who else out there besides our producer salivating? Probably everyone. <laughs> well, and I haven't even talked about my Mexican casserole yet. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got lots of yummies that now we can like delve into. So I've set out the parameters, but if you go to the 3lpublishing-firstwordblog.blogspot.com, you can find um, all of these amazing recipes. You'll find the guidelines of how to participate. And I mean, I would love it if people would make comments and leave those behind. Um, They don't post unless I say they're okay, but um, there's just so many really nice pictures. We photograph each of the meals and um, that will really make you hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I know, huh? So what we're also doing is creating a Facebook page uh, within probably the next week. So if you can leave your email address at either imaginemoresuccess.net for the radio show or go to um, info at 3lpublishing.com and leave a note there that we will be sure to email you the Facebook link so that you can join in the fun. Yes, it was, you know, you can actually do the challenge with us on a daily basis. Um, All of this will initially be on the blog, uh, but it will be collected into the result as the the book itself. Um, We're really excited. We want to get it done by Christmas time, so we're going to be doing doubling up on some recipes. But I I live this, this challenge on a daily basis. I walk my own talk. And I rarely uh, cheat, although I do once in a while do a little. That's the other thing I wanted to say is don't don't do this diet with the idea that you can't ever once in a while have, you know, like I did the other day. I mean, we're not saying don't ever, ever eat it. It's just that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a daily thing. Well, and I want to make it clear that this is not a diet. It's a lifestyle eating plan. And I have been on probably every diet there is except for the healthy ones, the paleo, the vegetarian and those kinds. But, you know, the problem with those other diets are that it's not sustainable. You know, you can't eat like that every day. And what we're promoting is to eat healthy every day. And you don't even have to think about it being a diet. It's just a way of being, which I think is a much easier way to live and not feel guilty about having a cupcake 
or something that's sweet or maybe two glasses of wine instead of one. (laughs) (laughs) That's another one of my weaknesses. (laughs) Well, speaking of that, I will tell you my very favorite wine and the story of how I discovered it. So I was having lunch at the Hyatt on the Pacific with friends and we all ordered a glass of wine and mine, you know, I love Pinot Noir. I like a, a robust Pinot. I don't like those light fruity ones. And when I got my wine, I went crazy. I said, I have to see the bottle. This is the best Pinot Noir I've ever tasted. And it's called Myomi. And of course, it's a California red Pinot Noir. And if you never had your favorite red wine, try it because it's fabulous. It's hard to open the bottle, but it's worth it. Yeah, we're about ready to throw the bottle against the wall. So Yeah, we got to talk to the manufacturers on that one. But at any rate, um, and so since then, that was about 10 years ago. And since then, I see a lot of the better restaurants carry it on their menu now. So they've discovered it also. It's yummy. It is yummy, yummy. Definitely check that out. That's a good recommendation. Yes. And so off to recipes. Michelle, what's your favorite so far? You know. know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So it is called... Uh, tastes like fried chicken, pork chops, and rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, those were beautiful pork chops because, you know, pork chop, pork is the new white meat, and it had very little fat. So um, you don't have to worry about some of those pork chops if you get a really good cut. Well, this was um, served. So let me just say I love fried chicken. I haven't eaten fried chicken in a long time. However, when you do fry foods, um, any kind of food, always use olive oil or any of the other oils. And there's all kinds. There's avocado, sweet almond, walnut, truffle oil, all sorts of different oils you can pick from. But absolutely, we in, in our challenge, we will never, ever use Uh, vegetable oils or canola oil, any of that stuff. We don't use that stuff. Well, you know, the best oil to cook at high heat is grapeseed oil. Oh, yeah, that too. And so you might want to pick up a bottle because you can get a lot of carcinogens when you cook at high heat. So you want to limit that maybe to a day, a week or less, because that way you're not going to pick up those extra carcinogens. Yes, so the so this dish is um, about also includes uh, jasmine rice and fresh English peas, and I told Cindy, oh my gosh, it was so hard to find actual fresh peas. <laughs> so I found them and I put them in the jasmine rice. Also, that's another really great way to to get you know a little mix mixing it up with your vegetables with a rice or anything else that like a casserole where you can put the veggies into into the mixture. But this one was easy to make. Again, all the recipes are less than, uh, well, not less than, around 30 minutes. And um, what made the pork chop so amazing was the rub I put on it. Um, it was just a flour. It's so easy, I'm telling you, so easy. You just take 
flour, and then I took this chipotle spice, which is my favorite, although you could do it with like uh, pepper flakes, things like that. Um, also, I emphasize spicing your foods for flavor. Um, Cindy and I are, are not, it's not a disagreement, it's not a disagreement, it's just a difference in how we like to prepare food. Um, she likes sauces, and I tend to stay away from those. Um, and also, uh, so this, you just take the rub onto the pork chop, both sides. Uh, before you do that, though, you do kind of uh, smooth out the meat for 30 minutes with salt. And then you put the rub on, and then you flash sear it in by heating up the olive oil. So it gets kind of that crispy taste on the outside. And then you cook it about 15 minutes Pork tends to cook pretty fast. Here's here's the uh, really cool part about this little tip. By flash searing it, you keep all those yummy juices in the pork. Yummy. And, yummy. and Michelle has fallen in love with my Mario Bartelli grill pan. Oh, my God. I'm having this total <laughs> affair with it now. I know. And I would like to point out that the next time that we have hollandaise, I'm going to take a picture of you and sauce that you love. <laughs> rolling around in it <laughs> but the thing is it's like anything else you just want a little you don't need to have a lot of sauce yeah no and that's just you know Cindy likes to cook with the sauce and it's kind of a nice balance um, because she does that and I do my thing and so we're getting a wide variety of foods and let me tell you folks cooking with fresh foods is the best the flavors are the best. Everything is is just, if you want a five-star meal, you know, don't buy frozen canned. I go off about canned vegetables. I think they're disgusting. And, um, you know, especially when, you know, my mom brought me up on canned. You know, we probably all were brought up on canned back in the day. And um, I didn't like stuff like that. And... So I thought I didn't like vegetables. Turns out I love vegetables, fresh ones. <laughs> well, and what's really fun is when you cook with friends because then it's an event. It's not just, oh, gosh, I got to make dinner again. It's really fun. Yes, that's the other thing. I'm just thoroughly enjoying that part of it, too. And I recently, for I had my anniversary with my uh, man was over the weekend, and we cooked together, and we just really enjoyed that. That was kind of part of our celebration. So find find someone you can cook with. Plus, it's not much fun to eat by yourself. Well, and then you probably tend to eat differently than if you eat with someone else. So, again, it gives you a nutritional twist. Yes. So everything is always fresh, and it changes the flavor of the food. And you will be eating five-star meals every night. You will walk away from the dinner table like so satiated and happy because it was so yummy. Cindy, what's what's your favorite recipe of, of oh, all? Oh, gosh, I have so many. Well, my mom's fried chicken. <laughs> Speaking of but chicken. My plan for later this year is to get an Instapot and check out doing fried chicken maybe a healthier way. Um, yeah, so that's the other thing, too, is notice we're not steering you off great food. I eat this great food, and Cindy, as she just said, I'm a thin girl. I'm a size four, and um, I'm eating this 
crazy good food every day and it makes it so easy to eat this way and I feel like if people discovered it because now if I have like something from a restaurant or fast food it makes me sick well that's the price you pay for eating healthy and eating really good food and one of the things that is really best for us is to go to the farmers markets we still have them here in California right now well, maybe they won't be this week because of the storms, but in general, we have them. And that's the freshest food that you can get. Of course, the nutrition in those fresh vegetables and fruits are at a much higher level when they're freshly picked instead of sitting in crates waiting to be put on the grocery shelves. Oh, and also, of course, it's, it's far, you know, what do they call that, farm to fork? Mm-hmm. And um, your your sustain it's sustainability and it's keeping uh, you know the the local farmers in business and it's also good for our environment and all of this actually is good for our environment. And so here's a challenge for our listeners: if you have a favorite recipe and it's laden with fat and calories and carbs. Why don't you drop us a line at imaginemoresuccess.net in the comments section, and we'll work to create a healthier version of your favorite. And I'll give you an example. One of my favorites that my mother made was goulash. And she doesn't make it, or she didn't make it the traditional way. So I recreated it in a healthier version. And so that's the way you do it when you want to eat healthy, because I I don't take any prescription meds. And it's unusual for an American at any age to not be taking consistent uh, meds, so prescription meds. So if you want to get off some of your meds, this might be a good way for you to do that. Well, that's a nice segue to the discussion about the obesity problem and the, and the diabetes. I mean, that, that gets back. We also uh, do not do our recipes with white sugar, um, even when my my pasta dishes, like I did uh, a shrimp linguine uh, dish, and the pasta I used was made of wheat, and it still tasted amazing. Well, and you know, there's so many sugar choices today that non-sugar choices like stevia, and I can't even think. If you go to the health food store, there's a whole section on great choices. And then you can also make food sweet with other things like honey and fruit. And um, I'm sure there are other things like agave and uh, other things you can come up with to sweeten things without getting it to the white sugar that's so unhealthy for us. Well, it's just they say, you know, sugar is evil. It does so many bad things to the body. And again, we have an epidemic of, you know, we, we raise our kids just Non-stop sugar. Yes, and we can pick this up in our next segment so that we can make sure we cover it thoroughly because, you know, when you eat sugar, it hurts your joints, and we need to go over some more of the things that we need to watch out for. Be sure to check us out at imaginemoresuccess.net and make sure that you leave some comments about what kind of recipes you'd like to see in the book. Welcome back to Imagine More Success show. We just finished a segment 
talking about all kinds of food and health tricks and tips. So hopefully we can share some more that you might have some interest in with Michelle Gamble Reesley. Yeah. So Michelle, uh, what do you plan going forward? I know you talked about something that was your mother's favorite that you're going to recreate. Oh, well, my mother, like, her potato salad is just crazy good. And um, Cindy and I were actually talking about how I should take her recipes and um, make a special book for her. And I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Um, and one thing I want to say about myself, and I'm not going to speak for Cindy on this. I was, I'm, I'm not, a, was never really like a big eating person. I mean, I enjoy good food. But when I realized that, you know, I, I had concerns about getting older and my health and wanting to really stay in, in good, good, you know, good shape and good health so I can live a long time and um, just discovering the fact that this is such a livable diet. It's so easy to maintain it. It's not a problem at all. I mean, the food is just so tasty and so good that you you will never mind. It, it will become an easy lifestyle to pick up. Don't you think so? Absolutely. Well, I have to share that I was very confused as a child because, you know, I come from a long line of scratch cooks and uh, two in the family that owned restaurants and a restaurant bar. And so there was food everywhere all the time. And if you didn't like it, you'd ask somebody to cook it, whatever it was you wanted. And there are no skinny women in my family after the age of 40. Even the skinny ones <laughs> didn't stay skinny. So that's been a battle for me my entire life. And I wrote about it in uh, my intro for the book. But the good news is, this is a great lifestyle way of eating, I think, that's going to really work. It's already started working for me, and I'm hopeful that it'll work for you listening out there, too, because it is an epidemic, and I think in many other countries besides the U.S., I know in Mexico, I'm not so sure about Canada, it's too cold up there to eat. <laughs> And some other countries throughout the world, I know um, that people have a struggle with, with their weight. So hopefully this can be a really um, positive way for people to find other ways to eat good food besides with the high fat, high carb, lots of sugar, because those sugars just kill your joints and not to mention everything else. Well, yeah, I think the biggest problem beyond that, diabetes is a wicked disease. It really is. And people don't understand that carbs convert to sugar once you eat them. So that's a double whammy when you're trying to get your, your A1C, your uh, three-month number of your sugar level in the body down. At any rate, I would love for you to make some notes in our comments section to let us know what kind of recipes you'd like to see coming forward and we'll be sure to add you to uh, the list to let you know how to connect with the Facebook page. Now I would love to spend some time talking about your new book that you just published, um, Ant Trails and Butterfly Dreams, because this is your first book that you illustrated, and the pictures are awesome. Oh, well, thank you. Um, well, this was definitely a labor of love. So just to give some history, 
Um, about five, six years ago, I was having some personal problems and I really just needed an outlet that would bring me peace of mind. Um, I used to do drawing and painting and studied art in college. And so, um, you know, in the years of raising my kids and whatnot, and all moms know this, we just don't have a lot of time for ourselves. So when I started getting really a little down and depressed and I needed something for mental health, I started painting. And um, I was basically revisiting the passion. And I found that when I paint that I feel so zen and at peace with myself. And I'm not thinking, you know, I have one of those brains that never shuts up. <laughs> and um, so I started painting, but I had a lot of people asking me to do art shows. But I just was so concerned that somehow people's criticism or comments about my work, if they were negative, it would stop me or it would it would somehow cast a negative light on something that I needed emotionally to be doing and not listening to other people. So um, about six months ago, or maybe longer, uh, one of my authors wanted to... Um, wanted me to illustrate a children's book based on the work she's seen. So I did it, but I told her I don't do cartoons <laughs> um, because I don't. I don't, I don't want to do cartoons. I really wanted to create in children an appreciation for real art. And so that's what I did it. And um, I, it's, it's just so exciting I feel like it's just yet another area of creativity that I've I've conquered. And so who are the characters in your new book? Well, they're all so cute, but they're, it's, it's ant trails and butterfly dreams. So we can assume at least an ant and <laughs> butterfly. And, and, and what are their names? Well, we also have a bumblebee. So we have Manny Monarch, Terry Swallowtail, uh, Arnie the Ant, and Breezy B. And oh, fun. And Breezy is kind of our, as our kind of, what do they call that, oracle. The book is about teaching children how to manage their emotions. So it's a story about happiness. And being happy, and this goes for adults, and this is a nice segue to uh, Cindy, who also is a professional and personal coach. Happiness is not that hard to achieve if you know the trick. And that's what this book imparts. It's so simple and so easy for children to understand. And also, this world is very colorful and beautiful. And my my favorite character is Breezy Bee um, because the bee is so wise. <laughs> and it's fun to paint. <laughs> Well, they all look like they were fun to paint. Your butterflies are just stunning. I love the butterflies, yes. The cover of the book, it took me about two weeks to create that because what I said is these are huge paintings. So while they look like they're small on a, on a children's book, they're actually a, a something like, I can't remember, 18 by 36, something like that. And can't people buy... Uh pictures of what's in the book and frame them um well they could i just haven't really entertained that quite yet so um for now um the original on the cover was actually sold to the author uh 
And so that's hers. Um, and then the rest of them are mine. Now I could recreate the cover too, or do different variations on it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it was really, I think one of the, the things that I was concerned that didn't actually turn into a challenge was being able to replicate the characters from page to page. And it, it ended up being really easy. So that was a, that was something that I realized is not that hard to do. Well, the book is gorgeous. It's a hardcover, and it would make an excellent gift for even older kids because it's such a great story in a time in our world that kids really need some positive ways of being and positive stories. Yes, the story is, is very, I mean, I wouldn't stay away from it. Even adults shouldn't stay away from it because it has that wisdom in it. And if you want to get a copy of it, go to my website because it's not uh, it's not in national release yet. Um, it's www3l the number 3lpublishing.com. Go to books and uh, then go to the catalog, which is at the top of that next page and you'll see it. Um, because it's ant starts with a it's right there at the very start of all the books. Well, that would make a nice gift for any child or maybe Christmas time or even Valentine's coming up. Yeah. Oh, definitely Valentine's. I hadn't even thought about that. Yes, because it's got such vibrant colors to it. I really think it turned out beautifully. Great job. Well, thank you. I was very pleased. Yes. And so you have other projects that you're working on, I know. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about? in some of your other projects to maybe do a little teaser for people that may have a book idea. If you go over some of your interesting ideas, I'm sure people out there have, everybody has a book in them. So uh, maybe give them some teasers about what they could be thinking about for their own first book or. Well, one, one thing I really want to emphasize why I am conquering things that I have stayed away from and been nervous about is because Cindy and I have been working, uh, she's my professional as well as my personal coach, and um, she's really encouraged me all along to pursue my dreams and just go ahead and do it. Um, I really, really, especially if you're a business owner and you need somebody who's been there, done that type of and inspire you. Thank you so much, Michelle. That was so kind. I appreciate But today is about you. Oh, and, well, and I want to share that Michelle has actually published most of my 12 books that I have, and I have the two more coming that she's publishing. So I can tell you that she is amazing to work with because she helps along the way. Even I know some of her clients struggle with writing. She also has book coaching uh, available for people who think, gee, I really want to do a book, but I don't think that I am a good enough writer. Well, hey, Michelle also ghostwrites. So if you have that feeling, she can ghostwrite it for you. You know, that's an interesting thing to bring up um, because, you know, I've had a lot of people go, how can you ghostwrite and step away from it and, and have other people take credit? And that's what a ghostwriter is. It's meant to take your concepts 
and put it in a presentable way. Because a lot of people have ideas they want out there to either support their business because nothing sells your business better than a book. And they don't want, they're not writers, but they want their ideas out there. So I can help create that and, you know, make their dream come true. I mean, it's very, very rewarding to work with, you know, authors and business people and be able to do that for them. I mean, that's the most special part of, of my programs. Well, and the other thing is, if you're a business owner, a professional, or you own your own business, a book really elevates you into expert status. And I didn't realize that until I wrote my first book. And I was like, oh, my gosh, when somebody finds out you've written a book, I was shocked at what they say and how they look at you. And uh, if, they, if they have a book, they want to know if someone else read your book and their book. <laughs> I'm still chuckling about that one. But... It's really quite amazing how people perceive someone who becomes an author. And I just write my books to share what I've learned along the way. So especially for people who can't afford a coach or a consultant, they can either buy a book or buy a course and learn what they need to learn to move forward in their lives. So uh, Michelle makes it easy and she's got great pricing. So she's going to talk more about that in our next uh, segment. But in the meantime, we'll just uh, uh, learn more about some of her books and some of the other special things she does because it's really amazing what she can do for an author. So when we come back, she is going to share with you a little bit about public relations and marketing. And she has a free gift for you. So come back and join us in a few minutes and we'll talk about that then. back to the Imagine More Success radio show with uh, Michelle Gamble-Riesley as our guest today. And oh my gosh, we've gone over so many fantastic things. She and I have a 352-day nutritional challenge that'll be due out around October, November-ish, ready for Christmas 2021. And we've heard about her new book that's just hot off the press, Ant Trails and Butterfly Dreams that are perfect for kids to help them stay positive and happy with a hard cover and very attractive illustrations done by Michelle herself. And so we're also going to be talking this segment about her public relations and her marketing. So listen in and let's just get right to it, Michelle. Public relations. 
Nobody wants to go out and do it, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> That's why they've got me. Um, I'm just one of these super renaissance people, and I have a bunch of different areas that I specialize in, but I actually have a bachelor's in PR. Um, nobody wants to do it, and authors in general are the types that they love to work on the writing, but they don't love so much to promote it. So... I actually began a writer's group, uh, I think in 2009, called Writers Who Mean Business. If you would like to write that down, you can go on meetup.com and find it and join the group yourself. We are our next meeting. We are talking about memoir writing. And also, we teach how to do the business of writing. That's why I started it, because like I said, authors love the writing. They don't like the promotion. Um, but without the promotion, your book will gather dust and no one will know about it. So what's the point of writing a book that no one reads? Um, and it's not because it's a bad book necessarily. It's because they don't know about it. Um, I've been able to get my authors on in, into the wall street journal, uh, the wall street journal radio network, more magazine, uh, success magazine, um, and we've had several bestsellers over the year that are the direct result of a, an effective publicity campaign. I can tell you there's not been a single author who's been a bestseller that did not do the publicity. So that is the importance of it. Um, and one key placement on a national platform, and you, your book can go to number one on Amazon overnight. And that's really cool. So we have a lot of Amazon number one bestsellers. And I've worked with some real heavy hitters this last year. Uh, David Ibera, who is uh, ran for mayor of Salt Lake City. And we did his book, Stop Drifting. Then um, we did Salt Lake City representative. Um, oh, my God. I forgot his name. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> Well, what's the name of the book? Do you remember that? Uh, Restoring Liberty. There you go. <laughs> and the Utah uh, State Senator Mike Lee endorsed it. I know his name. I am so. <laughs> oh, Steve Christiansen. Sorry. Well, that's a that's a tough last name. So <laughs> we'll give you a pass. Okay, thank you. So. Um, I don't know what of you've seen all the books. What's your personal favorite sin? Well, of course it'd have to be one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Not <good>. sorry. <laughs> well, I like your book also called um, Bloom, First Bloom. Oh, second because bloom. second bloom because it's along the same lines of some of mine about achieving goals in your life and how you get stuff done. Because you know that's what I'm about. I love to achieve goals and realize dreams and that's just what I'm about and of course that would be my favorite. Well we've published over 200 titles since we began and um, we, we've really we've worked with some amazing people and we've had celebrities endorse our books. In fact my free giveaway was endorsed by the late Kelly Preston and is called A Feast at the Beach and any of you listening, it has yummy, yummy, yummy <laughs> recipes in it, but it's also a fantastic memoir. 
And um, for those of you who uh, want a copy, um, I'm not sure how it works through the site with the giveaways, but you can always send me an email to info at 3lpublishing.com. Just say you listen to this segment and I will gladly mail your copy because it's a beautiful book. In fact, we launched it at the French General Consulate's uh, home in uh, 2012 ish, somewhere around there. Well, I think it's official now, Michelle. We can definitely be considered foodies. <laughs> Good foodies. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you heard it here first. A Feast at the Beach with Kelly Preston endorsing it. You can get your copy at info at 3opublishing.com, and it's free, and she's going to mail it to you. So if you forget or lose that email address, you can go to our show site at imaginemoresuccess.net and put a note there, and I will make sure Michelle connects with you so that you can get your copy. Yes, it's, uh, honestly, it's one of my favorite books in the catalog, especially since it's a cookbook, too. Yeah, so um, give them a little idea about what that book's about. It's about the author growing up in, in Provence and um, staying with his his French grandparents every summer and it's, it's just very charming sweet um, it talks about one of the favorite scenes in the book was when poor little William dropped the wine bottle oh no <laughs> <laughs> and he was in trouble oh my goodness just the way he described it slipping through his hands I was like no don't drop the wine bottle poor baby does he say what kind of wine uh, probably, I just don't remember. <laughs> well, over, there, over there, it was probably a Cabernet. He was just so like, oh, I can't believe I did that. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I've seen the book, and it's got a lovely cover, too. So, uh, wow, that's a nice gift to have it mailed to you. So yes. be sure to get your copy. And now, out there, I'm sorry, Sin. I was saying, anybody out there who also wants to, to get a book published, whether they've written it or not, please do use that same email address to contact me. So, walk them through what it would be like to publish with you because some people have no clue as to what that even means. Well, I mean, it truly, you can have a concept, you can have a partial manuscript, you can have a full manuscript. Book coaching is one of the most personal uh, events that I do with people because um, every one of the people I book coach becomes my friend. Um, I'm easy to work with, uh, and I really do respect the author's vision. And also, if even if it needs heavy editing, um, I the greatest compliment I received was from Scott Spies, whose own mother said he he heard the author's voice still in the in the writing. And I, we really had to work hard on that. But I'm very gifted at maintaining an author's vision, their voice, without changing it. And that's for ghostwriting. Um, no, that's just for editing. Ah. Ghostwriting ghost is a very elongated process um, because, you know, I have to be able to get that intellectual capital out of the author. So it doesn't stop me from doing it, though. I just ghost wrote two different books this year. Okay, so the beginning of it would be someone contacts you and they send you what they have, maybe a chapter or a manuscript, and then you decide 
how it needs to go forward and you have a contract to explain exactly what you do. Is that correct? Yes, that's absolutely correct. And each project is, is custom to that author's needs. So um, I scale the costs. Um, we do do packages. And anyone listening to this, if you tell, uh, tell me that you heard this on your show, I will give that person a whopping 30% off the whole package. Oh, my goodness. That is such a deal. That is hundreds and sometimes even a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, depending on what people purchase. Right. So, so how exciting. Anybody can be an author today. So if you don't have a book yet, this is a great opportunity that you can save money and get your book and have a fantastic publisher help you get it to press. Also, so, thing, let's emphasize for a moment here, Sin, this is critical. Do not get taken by some of those shysty publishers. Please make sure you get a referral to a reputable publisher because there is a lot of that out there right now. So how many books have you worked on that someone brought it to you after going to a publisher that wasn't who they said they were? I'm going to say at least a quarter of the books. Wow. And they, and they come to me and they're all upset and they've spent all their money on what I consider a garbage publisher. And then here's the thing, guys, don't ask for me to lower my price just because you're, you went to the lousy one. Well, go to Michelle first, and then that way you don't have any problems. Because like I said, she's done most of my now soon-to-be 14 books, and um, she's really good at what she does. She's a pro. So if you want a book, she's your gal. And you can find her at 3L, as in like, publishing.com. That's 3L Publishing, info at 3LPublishing.com. And there's no deadline on your free gift. Nope. And how many free books are you giving away, Michelle? You know, I will give away up to 10. So be one of the 10 and get your free book. And, of course, if you are number 11, uh, how much would that book cost? It's $14.95. So it's a small investment if she's past the 10. It's a great book. Yes, it is. The recipes alone, honestly, he tells you how to make this great pesto. I mean, it's all French food. It's really cool. Yes, it is. Very tasty. <laughs> we not, we like our tasty. Yes, I have th four different ways to make pesto. And also on the 352-day nutritional challenge, we will have a Facebook page, but you can follow the actual recipes on my blog. So go to 3lpublishing.com. There's a little top of the menu. It says blog. Hit that button. And I just remodeled the blog, so I'm super excited about that. It looks amazing. Great pictures. Yes. And so that book, again, is going to be on October, November for Christmas 2021. And you're going to want to get a copy. In fact, I was talking to a gal yesterday about the book and uh, told her about the Facebook page and the recipes will be posted there. She goes, no, no, I want the book. <laughs> Which will also have crockpot recipes. I love crockpot. Very easy for busy people. You pop it in there and it's ready when you get home from work. Well, I tell you that you do this challenge and by the end of the year, your waistline will be slimmer. Yay. So 
I want to leave you with a thought about Michelle's favorite quote, because I really like this and I love the movie. Get busy living or get busy dying from the Shawshank Redemption. Yes, that is my favorite quote. Yes. And if you have any comments on the kind of recipes you'd like to see coming forward, be sure to email Michelle or put a, put a comment on imaginemoresuccess.net. If you're looking for coaching from me or one of my courses or books, you can go to imaginemoresuccess.com and read about all the things I've helped others with. So you can be sure to get it, get what you would like out of life and out of your goals so that you can be more successful, make more money, and be happy with who you are and what you do and your lifestyle. So. Yeah. Don't forget the happy trick, ant trails and butterfly dreams. Discover <laughs> what you can do. It's a snap. It's a literal snap. And you will be shocked how easy it is to change your attitude. Yes. Yeah.